it's Oopsie Daisy. I'm Ashley. And I am Vanessa. Yeah, so we're finally doing this. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I feel like for the past like five podcasts, we'll be like, hey guys, sorry we haven't been here in like a year. <laughs> I know, but shit down. And then I totally feel like Ashley and Michael were like, we're going to do a podcast. And it never happens. That's literally what happened. Like, next, like, Sunday. We're going to have it for Sunday. No. To be fair, shit has been going down, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's true. Unfortunately, bad stuff, which, you know... <sighs> you don't need to talk about it. It's personal. You know that. Yeah, it's it's just... It's been a rough month. And then last week, we were going to do the podcast, but then Vanessa got kidnapped by her sister. I did, yeah. She just, like, showed up at my house. I was like, Vanessa, you ready? And she's like, uh, no. Yeah, like, legit. I was, like, getting ready, and then there was a knock at my door, and it was my sister. She's, like, pretty much just like, get in, loser, we're going shopping. (laughs) And then Vanessa had work all week, so she was unable to do it. So here we are, doing it now. (laughs) Um, Sure. We've been trying. It's just, you know, I hate giving this excuse every single time, but, you know, life sucks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but Life especially sucks when you're Ashley and then you get told that I got a tattoo and you can't fathom <laughs> such well, no. a thing okay. happening. So I don't care that Vanessa got a tattoo. It's just that she told me a while back that she was going to get one. And I'm like, okay, I'm thinking like... You know, a little, a little thing on her arm, you know, and she wouldn't tell me what she was getting a tattoo of either. And so all of a sudden she finally shows me a photo of her tattoo and it takes up her whole freaking arm. Okay. I want you to know that that's not even all of the designs that's going on. Oh my God. Like my shoulder and everything, that whole blank space on like. My bicep, tricep area, and my shoulder, that's that's getting done, too. Oh, my God. That's yeah. just too much for me at once. <laughs> yeah, like, she legit was tattoo shaming me. It was wild. <laughs> okay, I don't care that you have tattoos. It's just a lot for me to take I, in. I'm going to bring up the text right now. I said okay, basically I the same thing. <laughs> I know. So you're like, oh, geez. If I ever get a tattoo, it's going to be one and small. And I'm like, you seem to be shook by the idea of a sleeve. And you're like, I am! It's just too much at once! And I was like, tattoo shaming. And you're like, I'm sorry, it's a lot to process. <laughs> it is! And I'm like, I'm like, this is not even affecting you personally. And you're like, I know you. I see pictures. It's personal. <laughs> you're like, I don't, it's not that I hate it. I just, it's a lot. <laughs> So, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's true. I see pictures. So now the next time you post an actual picture of you, I'm going to be like, those tattoos, man. (laughs) It's true. You will. (laughs) You will. It's just my third tattoo. Yeah, but I've never seen the other tattoos. It's because one's on my other arm and it's just my last name and the other one's on my calf and it's like a Canadian like maple leaf and like the fleur de lis because I'm French Canadian. (laughs) I would totally get the maple leaf as a tattoo. Uh, you're not even. It's because you wish you were Canadian. I do. I really <laughs> do. And then for the past two weeks, I've been binging uh, 
series on Netflix. It's called The Travelers. I haven't heard of it. Well, it's um, it's about these people from the future. They're uh-huh. trying to prevent the future from being su- as sucky as it is. So they bring people back. Their subcon like their conscious like gets transferred into these people. So essentially, they're kind of like the body snatchers. And um, they're trying, they're just trying to do things to make sure like the future is better than the one they left. But anyway, I'm just like innocently watching this show and guess who shows up on it? Who? Paul. Oh, (laughs) jeez. He's an FBI, he's an FBI guy. Okay. I watched a show like years ago. It only had one season, but I wish it had so much more. It was essentially like Grey's Anatomy, but it was takes place in like Afghanistan and it's all military. And Paul's in it too. I feel like I su- what was it called? Combat Hospital. Okay, no, I've never heard of that. But yeah, he was a nurse. He was in the Canadian Forces and he was a nurse. Damn. I've seen him in something else, too, but I can't remember what it is now. I don't know. I just remember that one because I saw it and I was like, oh my god. But I always bring it, I always remember, he's like, oh, he's Paul. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just, it's always uh, that's, Paul. The, that's the one role that I always refer to him as. Like, that's Paul. Oh. Uh, Paul dude was in Once Upon a Time for a couple episodes. Okay. What did he play? Uh, a guy named Paul. <laughs> oh god oh jeez paul and pool okay and i don't even know what paul's name is paul what's your name arnold pinnock yeah what have you been in arnold the incredible hulk cold pursuit twitches i just Down knew the ones i, I don't need. know these things once upon yeah. a time but yeah all right, let's get started. We watched the episode, He Shoots, She Scores. Vanessa, what is your lovely summary of this episode? Okay, the lovely summary is that, you know, the family's just chilling. Casey's mad because no one is sophisticated like her. But then she has to <laughs> battle Derek and see who is the better older sibling. Derek wants to teach Liz about hockey. Casey wants to teach Edwin about getting a girl. It's wild. Marty's a kleptomaniac. She's gonna have her own her own crime documentary I'm gonna write about, just like Casey's psychopath shit. It's great. It's a great episode. The episode opens up with Lizzie and Casey coming home from Lizzie's first hockey game, and apparently Lizzie is terrible. Casey insists she did great, but Lizzie's like, you don't even know hockey! <laughs> To which I say, in my world, Casey does know hockey. (laughs) In real life, Ashley probably knows the most out of this whole Exactly. I was going to say, like, out of anyone there, she's the one who knows hockey. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But I have her know the least. Like, Marty in this universe probably knows more than Casey. Yeah. But Casey's the one that knows the least. (laughs) See, like, I liked it because I was like, Ha 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 ha. Casey's actually a secret hockey player. We've discussed this. Continue. <laughs> and so Lizzie's just saying, you know, she's terrible too. Like, she doesn't know anything about hockey either. And Nora is like, you didn't get the whole puck in the net? <laughs> the whole puck and in the net? <laughs> it sounds like she's trying so hard to say, like, hockey lingo, but, like, they're pretty simple terms. <laughs> See, this is what I want to tell you guys right now. I have a lot of beef with this episode. 
for all the hockey things. You're gonna <laughs> like. I played hockey. I live and breathe hockey. As you, you like hockey too, but not on my level. I think. No, not on your level. So a lot of things rub me the wrong way in this episode. <laughs> so this should absolutely- be a very interesting episode. <laughs> oh, like anything hockey, I'm gonna be like, stop. Uh, no. <laughs> Lizzie said the only thing she got in the net was herself because she couldn't stop. <laughs> I mean, I've seen that, but like two year olds. Yeah. And she, yeah, exactly. I'm like, and also, do they not practice in these little leagues thing? Like, apparently not. Because, because <laughs> I mean, I feel like that would be one of the first things they would teach. Like, because obviously she's in a lower league, nothing like, you know, like Marty's age or anything, but still, like, People at this age are just the first time, like, playing it. She's, like, what, 12? She's, like, 11, maybe? 11, 12, yeah. Okay, so that's the age I started playing hockey. Yeah. And so At least like... I could stop. <laughs> I, but I, still, like, you would think that something, like, they would actively try to teach the kids at this age, like, to make sure mm-hmm. everyone knew how to stop, especially before, like, they played it's games. True. <laughs> it's true, though, but, like... See, I started playing hockey at, like, 12, but I played, like, ringette, which I don't know if you know what ringette is. No. It's essentially hockey, but the blade of the stick is cut off, so it's just, like, the stick, like, the shaft. Huh? And it's a ring instead of a puck, like a giant rubber ring. Oh. I thought you were going to say you just played with the stick, like there was nothing on the other end. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So you're saying that it's not, like, a regular, like hockey but it's just like a rubber like it's a rubber ring and instead of like just someone goes to pass and you put your blade down and stop the puck you actually have to have like hand-eye coordination because you have to stab your stick through the ring to get the pass and everything right so it's like a way more difficult sport i would say because the rules are different there's no breakaways there's never a breakaway unless you have two teammates going up together because you have to pass across the blue line. That's uh. a rule. I thought I could do something else because I heard, hey, the boards are an extra player. So I went on a breakaway and tapped it off the boards and got it on the other side. It got blown down. But, you know, <laughs> I was thinking outside the box. But, yeah, like um, goalies, instead of having a catcher mitt, like the glove, yeah. It's a like an actual glove that they you could that your hand kind of thing. So you could actually throw the ring out and stuff and catch it. Mm, so everything's essentially the same except for the goalie's glove, the ring and the stick. The stick can be the more expensive sticks, the better sticks is just like it has a metal tip at the end so you could actually like elevate the ring like rick shots and everything so it doesn't dull on the ice like the wood doesn't dull but other than that and they have uh, triangle masks because a stick can go through the hole of, if it's like a hockey mask i never even knew this sport existed <laughs> oh yeah it's wild it's like i think it's not a canada thing because they do play in other countries as well it's like the girl hockey before girls were like accepted into hockey as it is now so they just, they played ringette before. But anyway, we're getting off topic. Yes, we are. <laughs> I learned how to skate when I was like four. I learned how to stop because I played ringette and then I went to hockey. So I understand. She's just, she's just getting into hockey. Yes, it's difficult. But at the same time, you need to learn to stop. It's like the first thing you need to learn. 
and it should be like the first thing that they try to teach them because obviously I think they do have practice. Yeah. Because like, not everything she's doing is, is, is games. It's just like she's at practice and this stuff happens too, I think. So it, it just, it's like, how is the coach not teaching her this? But anyway, um, apparently also she tripped one of her team members on a breakaway. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. <laughs> My sister, she played, she was essentially Lizzie in this scenario. Oh, jeez. She played maybe four games and quit hockey. So she she wasn't a McDonald's or a Venture. No, she just quit. My sister was in the higher uh, group than I was. She was in midget bantam because she that's yeah it's peewee bantam midget whatever that's the thing. Um, so she played. She was defense and she got the puck and decided I'm going to skate up with it. And then she had a breakaway and she's like, I'm the best. I'm the best. She shot. The goalie didn't even move, and she looked behind her. She had left the puck in her own zone and kept skating, <laughs> and that was, like, the straw that broke the camel's back, and that, like, that was her fourth game, and she was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've been embarrassed one too many times. I'm gone. Yeah, so Lizzie's the worst on her team, without a doubt. And then Edwin comes in, having been to the game, too, and it's revealed that he has developed a crush on one of Lizzie's teammates, Tanya. And Lizzie then expressed that she wants to quit hockey, but Nora won't allow her to. Uh, Casey then says, like, McDonald's don't quit. And then Lizzie is just like, well, this one will. Then they have this, like, blue screen moment. And in it, Casey saying that, you know, Lizzie and her have always have this really special sister bond. And that, you know, even despite you know, living with the Venturis and having two new stepbrothers and a stepsister. Like, she still comes to her for advice um, and support. And in the next scene, Lizzie comes to Casey's room. <laughs> I love it. Saying she needs advice. And Casey's like, that's great. <laughs> She's like, great. You have a problem. Let's solve it. I was watching the episode and I just started cracking up because it's just like, she just loves that, Kate, that like Lizzie has a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like, it's like Lizzie's problems make her happy. And it's just like, hmm, okay. Well, Casey's just weird. You know, she is the sociopath. We have discussed this already. Yeah, so there you go. There's another. What the, oh, yeah. So Lizzie wants Casey to convince Nora to let her quit hockey. But Casey insists she can't. And she just tries to give her, like, advice. You know, just like, keep trying. You'll get better. And then Lizzie gets mad at Casey because she's giving her more sensible advice than sisterly advice. And, like, she just she just wants to quit. But no one's but, letting her. But sisterly advice can be sensible. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, she's not telling her exactly what she wants to hear. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Anyway, so then Casey is in Paul's office. She tells Paul that her and Lizzie had a disagreement. And he must be thrilled that for once Casey isn't talking about Derek. And then in her next breath, she blames her and Lizzie's trouble on Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's a bad influence, obviously. Could this count as another, like, sociopath thing, her obsession with Derek? I don't know. You seem to be more on, like... Um, sociopath things that I would I'm gonna I'm gonna Google. But seriously, like even like Paul is like very amused that she just like goes to blame Derek right away. Like obviously 
Like, because then Paul, because was even saying, like, well, Lizzie's growing up, you know, like, she's starting to think her own way, and it might not coincide with you. And then she's just like, no. <laughs> no. No, that's not it. It's all Derek's fault. And then I don't know if it's supposed to be a flashback or just an example that Casey makes up in her head. But it flashes to Casey asking the kids if they want to watch something cultured. See, that's what like I meant. That's, that's in my, my summary. This is the scene about how she doesn't like how they're not sophisticated like her. <laughs> so she asked them if they want to watch Swan Lake. And the kids were like, no. And then Derek comes like barreling down the stairs. And he's just like, hey, guys, you want to watch two hours of animals attacking each other? And like, you know, they're all like, yeah. I could totally see that exact scene happening. But also, it seems too specific. Mm-hmm. So I could see just Casey making up that scenario in her head of something that could happen. But I don't know. So anyway, next scene shows George yelling at Derek, grounding him, saying he can't do anything, not even breathe without his permission. And of course, Derek, being the smartass he is, he holds his breath and then asks if he can breathe now. <laughs> Derek's a, a shit piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he gets sent to his room. And then, you know, Nora's obviously like, what's going on? And George tells her that his car got towed because uh, Derek wasn't outside the ring to get picked up. So he had to leave it in like a no, no parking yeah. zone. And he had to go unlock his lips from the snack bar girl. <laughs> like, of course. Um, and then Edwin's in Derek's room, and he's asking him for girl advice. And Derek says, sure, but for a price, because he needs to pay their dad back. And I thought it was interesting that Derek held back from being too, like, candid with Edwin, which is weird, because he's gone, he's said before, like, oh, she's hot, or, like, something like, he even asked Edwin, like, what base he got to when he was with that one girl in the one episode. But he asked him, like, oh, what base did you get to? And then, like, but here, obviously, he wants to say something a little bit more, like, oh, she's so hot or something like that. But he's just, like, she was so nice. Like, he just, he stopped himself. And I'm just, like, but why? Like, maybe Nora was, like, you need to stop encouraging your boys. Stop. Because Edwin's turning into a major perv. Pretty much. <laughs> That's probably what she said. She was, like, cease and desist. But he's actually not that bad in this episode, but we'll, we'll get to that. So yeah, so at dinner, George asked Lizzie how the hockey was going. And Edwin tells George that Lizzie is hilarity on ice. <laughs> and then Nora suggests that Derek teaches Lizzie how to play since he's the resident hockey star. And George thinks it's a good idea, so he tells Derek that he's going to help Lizzie. But of course Derek is just like, I don't know how I could help girls hockey. And he says something about like them playing in skirts and everything. <sighs> oh, Derek. Oh, Derek. I... <sighs> so, so ignorant. Yo. So sexy. Yo, I'm going to say this right now. <laughs> I've played against hockey teams, like guys' hockey teams on girls' hockey team, and we've beaten them. So. Because guy thinks that they think they're better, but like. Then they're overconfident, and then Yo, they suck. We finished third in a boys' <laughs> tournament. We were the only girl team in the tournament, and we finished Ooh. third. So, dab! That's it was, pretty good. It was great. It then cuts to Casey reading in the living room, 
and she keeps getting like you know distracted by this ball hitting the front door and it's lizzie and Derek practicing and so she opens to tell him to cut it out and the ball flies like directly like over her head <laughs> so she gets the ball and then she chucks it out the door like a kind of assuming to hit Derek, but she ends up hitting Lizzie. Can I just say that she had the most unathletic throw I've ever seen? <laughs> like, I wonder if that's actually, actually like Ashley, or if she was trying to not throw it well. Just because Ashley knows sports doesn't mean she's good at them. True, like, that's what I look like when I'm throwing, but I'm throwing with my wrong hand. Yeah. Hand. <laughs> so maybe if she wanted to be like, hey, Casey's not athletic. Maybe she threw with her opposite hand. Like, if I threw with my left hand, I'd look like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't throw with my left hand that often, so I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I've done it just for laughs, and I look like a fucking noob. <laughs> but, like, Casey, couldn't you just go upstairs if it was annoying you that much? Like, do you really have to be in the living room to read your book? She's extra, okay? Like, she she's always just wants people to censor their life around everything she's doing. But it's like, Casey. The, la- the world don't revolve around you. <laughs> so, Edwin then just, like, randomly shows up on the couch when she decides to go back mm-hmm. to it. And he's saying, like, oh, you know, do you know when Dare's going to be done? I need girl advice. So she's like, oh, well, I'm a girl. I could help you. <laughs> I mean... And so Edwin tells Casey that he wants to talk to Tanya, but she's a bit more developed than other girls. I love how she didn't clue him. And Casey's Casey's like, she's smarter than you? (laughs) And he's like, probably. And then he drops this analogy that I think is just so funny. He's just like, so suppose Tanya was at the grocery store. You'd find her with the peaches. Not the graves. <laughs> Peaches and not the graves. And she's like, oh, developed. Yes. I don't know yes. how she didn't figure that out Like when he said it the first time. Because Casey, I don't know. <laughs> Casey's so naive a lot of the time. But, but I do appreciate that Edwin in this scenario was just like, I don't want to be a pig and just stare at her development. I mean, that's better than Derek, because Derek would be like, hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Because in that one episode, he wanted to go to the museum purely just to see the naked women. (laughs) He's he's a hoe. So, he's gaining some insight that that's kind of like, you know, not okay-ish behavior, right? So Casey gives some pretty sound advice. She just says, like, you know, try to get more comfortable around her. Learn what she likes, you know. And then once you start, you know, understanding what she likes, where she goes, you know, you can talk to her. And, you know, But see, here's the thing. She gives him good advice with that. Like, get to know her. She She doesn't say fucking stalk her. (laughs) Which is what Tammy thought. I mean, which yeah. is what Edwin does. I know. He just applied exactly. it wrong. Exactly. And then he blamed her. Like, she was just like, find out what she likes. Find out where she likes to go. That doesn't mean you follow her to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, boy, Edwin. But anyway, right after they're done talking, Derek and Lizzie come in laughing. And Lizzie, um, it's because Lizzie shot the ball in the Davis's birdbath. I don't know how that was funny. I can't. I don't know how that was funny. 
I don't know either, but I guess just because Maybe. it's for Davises. <laughs> Poor Davises. Like, I would have probably wanted to move out by now because they have Derek swimming in their Listen. pool all the time. They have Derek ruining their, like, flowers throwing things in their bird bath like oh my this god is true but listen do you know that we've talked about this the real estate in ontario is wild they ain't moving <laughs> well i mean if they pay like i don't know anyway and so derek is saying that if the few more lessons with liz's big bro she'll be an all-star in no time and of course casey obviously gets jealous and says that Edwin is going to be an all-time dater in no time. And of course, these two have to make it a competition. <laughs> yes. Of course. And then this cuts to Nora telling Marty that she needs to give this robot toy she's been playing with in the episode back to Dimmy, since it's annoying Nora. But Marty says that Dimmy doesn't know she borrowed it. <laughs> that is because the kleptomaniac. So, yes. Apparently she stole it. And so George comes up at that time and Nora tells George that, you know, she borrowed it without permission. And so, of course, George is just like, well, Marty, you have to um, give it back to Dimmy without him noticing. <laughs> yeah, that's some solid <laughs> advice. Very solid. <laughs> And Nora's like, no, she has to give it back and apologize. And then she's like, because what Marty did was stealing. And both Marty and George are like, no, not at all. Oh, my God. Could you imagine what Marty would be like? Well, any of them, really, if Nora never came in their lives. Yeah. You know what? I feel like they would be a crime family. They would be the (laughs) Italian mob of London, Ontario. This is why uh, Derek has this playboy persona. He's his mob persona of playboyism. Marty is obviously going to be like five finger discount Marty and steal from everyone. (laughs) Edwin's the money man. He uh, plans the financials and George is the dawn and gets everything, everyone to do shit for him. I figured it out. And then he's going to get like charged for like sexual assault. Oh, God. <laughs> well, if they didn't have anyone to tell him to stop being such it's a freaking true. creep, it's true. I mean, for some like somehow Derek understands like there's a line because like he you obviously see he's different with girls mm-hmm. than he is without. But Edwin hasn't learned that line at least it's not true. yet, or he's starting to now. And so he just be this a total is why creep. I say that little summary I gave you perfect story. Someone. No one's written a Venturi <laughs> mob story. Just saying. Hint, so, hint, Ashley. Hint, hint, Ashley. I, I would have no idea how to even start <laughs> that story. <clears throat> Presumably the next day, Derek is eating this huge-ass sandwich. <laughs> I, I, that sandwich looks delicious, okay? It looks delicious. It looks disgusting to me. But anyway, it's a huge-ass sandwich, um, and he burped, and it grosses Casey out. Again, I don't understand why they're always in the same room with each other when they can't apparently stand each other. But anyway, so Lizzie comes home and Derek asks how she did. And I don't know what Lizzie did, but she ended up getting demoted to Water Girl. Okay, this is where we start again, my rant. Okay. (laughs) There is no way that 
in any level of hockey, especially that age group, that you're going to be demoted to water girl? There's no such thing! <laughs> no! I can't... I, the writers in this need to talk to me. Like... <laughs> that doesn't really I mean, mean much now. If they were... If, okay. Any <laughs> Disney Channel show, Family Channel, whatever it's called where you're from, you need to talk to me. Everyone needs to talk to With me anything about anything related. related. Because we don't go to Sweden for a game. We don't get demoted to, <laughs> to Water Girl. Like, that doesn't happen. You don't get punished by, oh, you're bad? You're Water Girl. That is so demoralizing, it would never fucking happen. <laughs> but what I don't understand is that they they don't hold it. Like, she gets demoted to Water Girl here, but then she's playing in the next because game. it's not a thing, like, and they just threatened her with it, which makes no sense. But, like, why would you even, like, say it? It's just like, okay, Lizzie, you know what? You suck so bad, so you're the water girl now. And then when the game comes around, Lizzie, what the hell are you doing with the water? Get on the ice. <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't. But anyway, so, yeah, she gets to go to the water girl. And Casey gloats, saying Derek should let the pros give advice. And then in that moment, Edwin comes in, saying that Tanya thinks he's weird and now calls him Ed Weirdo. But again, it's not Casey's fault that because she never told him to stalk her. It's true, but you know, and Derek says she knows nothing about little. But brothers. here's the thing, though, wasn't Edwin's like wrestler name Ed Weirdo as well, or some shit earlier, um, like in season one or something, or a magician? Or was he? I just remember. I don't remember him wrestling. I just yet. remember like he was a magician or he was wrestling or something. Oh, and that was his name. And they just maybe, used it again and made some girl call him Ed Weirdo. Maybe. I think it might have happened. Yeah, in that party episode. I don't know. I'd have to look back at it. But yeah, maybe. This is where Casey calls Derek, you know, a skirt chasing cad. And Derek also calls her a princess. And these are two things I constantly see in fanfics. Oh. Obviously, princess, that gets used, it's like, true. so much. But uh, whenever, like, a lot of the times when Casey wants to um, kind of throw a dig at Derek, I see the skirt-chasing cad line a lot oh, yeah. in fanfics. I always see that as well. So, and Derek's like, I don't know what a cad is. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, and then Casey says she's going to get Tanya to notice Edwin in a good way and that he'll even take her to the upcoming dance. And Derek is like, well, I'm going to make Lizzie the team's head scorer. Like, that's very yeah, ambitious. she can't stop, but she's going to be the team head scorer. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sure, Derek. Okay. It's It's like... I mean, even Lizzie's a little bit ambitious, but, like, it's doable, I feel like. But, like, Edward, I mean, uh, Derek's goal is just kind of, like, whew, Like, give yourself a little bit of a, a better chance here, You know Derek. that, like, gif of Jennifer Lawrence, and she's like, okay, that one? That's me in this whole <laughs> scenario of him. Team's leading score. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and, um, okay, so then they drag the kids away 
um, because they have no say in any of this. They can't stop. They can't, you know, quit. Uh, and then it cuts to Derek and Lizzie in the living room practicing. And Derek's a goaltender, like, in between <sighs> the bookcases from where, like, the dining and kitchen room is. That hurts me so much as well, as a goalie. <clears throat> Just everything well, there hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they were in the behind-the-scenes uh, You didn't know how to this. hold the stick. Um yeah, exactly. He had yeah, to ask her brother's a goalie, so she knows shit. And yeah. I was just there like And also I think he was using the wrong stick for it. Like Well yeah, but I think that's just because he's not a goalie, so he wouldn't have a goalie stick. No 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 no, not even that. Like I think uh the stick I guess because if he shoots a certain hand and he holds it a certain place, the blades curved a different way, that's what got me and I was like, ah! <laughs> and I was like, I just can't. <laughs> Shit in this show kills me when it comes to hockey. I cannot stand it. The prop department didn't give a shit. (laughs) It hurts me. They were like, oh, well, here's just the stick. So we're going to go with that. Um, So, yeah. So Derek tells her to hit the top shelf. And she actually hits the shelf or the the bookcase to the side. Um, So if that's where she was actually going to to try to hit, she did a pretty good job on the accuracy there. But obviously, Derek didn't mean an actual shelf. He just meant, you know, the chop shoulders, or like, you know cheese. what I mean. Top cheese. He just like Derek, uh, Lizzie's just saying, you know, I want to like take a break. I want to stop for right now. And then she starts saying, like, I even just want to quit. And Derek's just like, no. He's like, when you're out there now, you were representing me because you're in Venturi now, sort of. And so, you know, she said that he's saying that he's a three-time league MVP and, you know, they don't quit no matter what. And she just gets so fed up and so frustrated that she slaps that thing. It was like, I don't even know what that was. It was some weird, like, glowy ball thing. Rubber, rubber ball thingy. It was, like, really weird. Like, I don't know. It looked like a monster. But she hits that and you just hear this, like, crash sound come from the kitchen and Derek's like good job and then George is like what was that and then they end up having to run away yeah you don't play that shit in the house they had it right the first time don't play ball they had it right the first time when they were like shooting uh at the garage door (laughs) that's it and apparently George hated that too (laughs) but that's like literally if you like drive down like streets and you see all these dents in garage doors you know what's going on it's practice (laughs) And then, I guess presumably while this is happening, Casey is attempting to give Edwin a makeover. So, Edwin says that girls don't care about looks. (laughs) No, not at all. The guys with the funnies get the one. no! (laughs) And Casey's like, and how do the funnies get the honeys? And he's just like, why burping the anthem? (laughs) Or the alphabet, or whatever the hell he was saying. Um, and so she's like, okay, well, let me see your nails. And so he does, and she, like, freaks the hell out. Yeah, you should see my toenails. (laughs) So she tells, yeah, yeah, okay. So then she tells him to use the nail clippers, and she's like, you've used these before, right? And he's like, yeah, twice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. And then, and then she decides to put mousse in his hair, and for some weird reason, he doesn't like his hair being touched. I don't know, but she ends up doing it, and goes to the next scene where Derek is helping Lizzie strap in all her gear. 
And Casey comes down with a new and improved Edwin, and he's, like, wearing, like, these, like, khaki pants. And then he's wearing, like, a nice button-down shirt that's tucked in. His hair is, like, kind of, like, nicely done and, like, parted and shit. He looks like a mini businessman. Yeah, it's horrifying. (laughs) She comes downstairs with Edwin. She's just like, you know, make eye contact with Tanya. Derek's just like, I hope you don't make nose contact because he reeks that he's wearing Mm -hmm. perfume (laughs) instead of cologne like Casey said she was putting on him. And Derek is just all like, girls like a guy's natural smell. And he's like fluffing out his shirt or whatever towards Casey, like trying to give him his charm. (laughs) He tells Casey that Edwin is now Edwina. And obviously Edwin freaks out because that's worse than Edweirdo. And he wants to quit. And so does Lizzie. But the two are not allowed to. (laughs) Because their coaches says so. And so then everyone leaves because they have to go to Lizzie's game. But poor Lizzie is still on the freaking ground. (laughs) And she can't get up because of all her gear. There's players who dress at home because they have to drive and they don't make it. But you don't have your skates on. And you don't have your helmet on. Because (laughs) you're going to die. And then you're going to get to the arena and you're like, you can't get out of the car. Because you you can't walk on (laughs) cement and shit. You can't do it. So unless Derek and George are going to, like, carry her into the arena, she ain't going nowhere. I know this from experience. You don't do it! And at this point, this is where we learn that Marty took more than just the one robot from her friends, but just a whole bunch of other toys that she borrowed without permission. Kleptomaniac. So they have to deal with that. Kleptomaniacs at it again. Um, and then I guess time has passed. It's been after the game. Derek comes into the living room and he says that he heard Lizzie slammed a player into the boards and he was proud. Also, side note, wasn't Derek at the game? Yeah, maybe he was too busy having his lips locked by the concession girl again. Maybe. <laughs> but he's talking like he wasn't at the game unless like he just took Lizzie there and then left. I don't know. But here's it's the weird. thing. So Lizzie she, she got Lizzie says she, she actually she got, what she checked know? someone and she got benched. She said. Yeah, so Lizzie says she actually crashed into her because she couldn't stop. Again. again. And since body checking isn't allowed, it's she got benched. Which she's happy about. <laughs> It's not what happens. You don't get benched for it. You get a penalty. That's it. <laughs> well, I guess in their head, it's not that, like, she, I mean, she might have also gotten a penalty, but I guess, like, the coach as, like, a way to reprimand her was just, like, now you're no. going to get benched? No. I don't know. I'm trying to think the I'm logic, okay? I'm thinking the logical way of logic here. As someone who has been penalized for his smacking someone in hockey, <laughs> yeah, you just get a penalty. I had a penalty in playing game, and I body checked the girl, which you can't do in girls' hockey because you're not allowed, unfortunately. It is. That's stupid. I, I smoked her into the boards. I got called for interference, to which I s- turned to the ref, and I was like, if you're going to call a penalty, call the right one. <laughs> I'm like, she had the puck. <laughs> And he's like, well, she could have passed it away. And I'm like, but she didn't, so it's not interference. (laughs) I'm like, if you're going to give me a body-checking penalty, give me a body-checking penalty. Right? Right. That's just so stupid. 
Well, I mean, did it give you less time or would have been the same? It was still a two-minute penalty either way. Mm. Okay, then what was the point of, like, like, I could see if, like, body checking was, like, five minutes and, like, he was trying to let you off easy on, like, a two-minute penalty, oh, yeah, I, but, like... I was just annoyed that he had the audacity saying interference when I was like, bitch had the puck. <laughs> I was like, don't try that shit with me. Don't do it. So she got benched. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if she just means like for the game. I don't know, but this coach is but, horrible and he should be fired. Because apparently, <laughs> but okay, okay, but she played in this game apparently, but I thought we she got demoted yeah, to the water Yeah, we don't talk girl. about this coach, he dumb. <laughs> and then in this game she got benched, but that just means for this game or, you know, for the next game because apparently she's going to play in the next game. Because Tanya comes over, and she that's what she tells Edwin. Like, yo, make sure Lizzie doesn't play next game, or, you know, I can't give you that dance you want. Like, she's getting benched for, like... Uh, so what the hell's going like on getting here? getting benched for a game, and then they're like, alright, you're back. You, you, you did your time. More like, how about we teach you to stop, and then you can play even better. Ugh. So... Okay, so after, you know, but Lizzie's obviously happy that she got benched because it's the next best thing to quitting. And so she even gives, like, Derek a high five. And so Casey, she, God's sake, she's just like, so I was watching the action behind the boards. (sighs) And then she's like, and Tanya was looking at the new Edwin, and I invited her over. Which must have been freaking weird for Tanya, because she doesn't know Casey most likely. Who's this creeper and she's just like hey would you like to come over to my house (laughs) that's where casey's like snapped and is gonna kill her or she's like hey i'm a pedo come on over (laughs) creepy i would have been but she came over anyway but edwin is just like what no i don't even like tanya anymore like what the hell happened within like a couple hours i don't know but anyway so apparently derek like, he only has these, like, week-long crushes, which is what Derek knows, and he throws that fact into Casey's face. Like, you gotta know your players. <laughs> know your players. <laughs> and so Casey's just like, well, Edwin, she's coming over, deal with it, you know, practice on her, so that you can, like, become more comfortable talking to girls, which, again, is mm-hmm. solid advice. So, you know, Tanya comes to the door, she, and she tells Edwin that whole, like, ultimatum thing, like, I mean, get Lizzie to play, and... I'll give you a dance at the dance. So Edwin goes to Derek's room. He's all excited. The crush is back on. <laughs> and Derek's like, how much are you paying her? <laughs> and he tells Derek the whole situation. And Derek tells him to forget it. One, because he doesn't coach quitters. And two, he doesn't want his brother to get used. Which is sweet. But anyway, so like Edwin wants to fire Casey, but he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. But you can. You have no heart <laughs> to Derek. <laughs> and so Derek's like, you want me to fire Casey? Mm-mm. With pleasure. And he's like, mm. And then we see Casey uh, comes back downstairs and she sees K- uh, Lizzie trying to tie her skates. Uh, very unsuccessfully. They're, t- they're hard. <laughs> they're hard to tie. Let me tell you. But she's becoming very frustrated with it. And she just starts, you know, she expresses how Derek doesn't care about her feelings. And the better she gets, the harder he pushes her. Um, And essentially, she wants to fire Derek, too. 
but she asked Casey if she could do it instead. And of course, Casey's like, of course. Of course. Of course. At this point, George and Marty come home because they had been just going around trying to get Marty to apologize to all her friends and give the toys back. But apparently none of her friends want their toys back. Maybe they were like toys they didn't want anymore. And she's like, I'll take them. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. But it's like, it's just weird. I don't know. Like, were they toys that like she found in their basement that they like haven't touched in years? Maybe like, they're like Dudley Dursley and they have that second bedroom full of toys they don't use. Harry Potter. I don't know. So that happened. Derek and Casey both come out of the room at the same time and they knock into each other. Uh, Casey then tells him that Lizzie wants to fire him. And then he tells her that Edwin wanted to fire her. And she's just like, no way. Edwin has made great progress. Have you seen his cuticle? <laughs> Because that's yeah. what makes him care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he tells her, uh, Derek tells her what Tanya wanted from Edwin. And she was like, oh. And they're both trying to make their own decisions for Lizzie to help themselves in their little competition. And Lizzie overhears them and she just tells them, like, she's going to play. And basically because she Hell wants to piss yeah. off Tanya. <laughs> And then Derek offers to teach Lizzie how to stop on the ice. And then Lizzie goes, as my former coach or my stepbrother? And Derek goes, as your big brother? (laughs) (laughs) It is such a sweet moment, though. Especially because Derek and Lizzie don't have many moments. This was a very sweet little moment for them. And then Casey is a damn puddle uh, Mm -hmm. at the exchange. Like, she's just, like, all starry-eyed. And she's just like, I mean, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, maybe you're not such a bad coach after all. And then Derek just, like, looks at her. He's like, I hope you're not hoping for, like, a return to that yeah. compliment. <laughs> and then she's like, Edwin is a changed man. And then Edwin just proceeds to, like, burp and mess up his hair. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Casey can never get a win. And <laughs> forwards to they just came back from the game and they're all chanting Lizzie's number one Lizzie's (laughs) they still didn't win but apparently Lizzie was pretty good even Derek uh, compliments her saying she was good and oh Lizzie's just like thanks big bro (laughs) the cringe like that one moment in the hallway before was good like it's cheesy, but, like, it still felt, like, genuine. This was just, like, yeah. eh, eh, forcing the bond yes. right there, but still. Ooh. Edwin then asks if he should call the goalie, and they all tell him no. And then lastly, um, apparently Marty donated all the borrowed toys to a children's hospital, and they all applaud her and tell her she's wonderful, which is not going to help no. her when she's older. No, not at all. <laughs> Yo, what if she, like, grows up and is, like, in this giant thieves' den ring thing, and she's just, like, stealing from everyone? <laughs> and then she donates it, and then that she feels better about it, but not really. And then she- <laughs> so she's Robin Hood? Is that what's happening? She's like, Robin Hood, yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, yeah, I think 
watching this, I laughed a lot more just because of things were so stupid that it was, like, funny. Like, Casey, um, like, being excited that Lizzie had problems. Oh, God. And- this episode for me was just, like, it was! Torture because of the hockey. It really was. The only thing they got right was, uh, how difficult it is to tie your skates. <laughs> Let me tell you, that shit is hard. Like, Everyone has their own way of liking it. And after 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 this episode they were like, We can't write that, that much more yeah, no stuff more. anymore, guys. <laughs> we can't. We can't. <laughs> Alright, so we'll answer a couple different questions here. Um one of the questions, hey, what do you think Derek would do for Casey if he was in the same shoes as Sam with dealing with month anniversaries. I think Casey would be... Think, oh, yeah, like she was with Sam. But I think Derek would be like, uh... Not a thing. No, Derek definitely wouldn't be a fan. I feel like Casey would still... It depends when this happened mm-hmm. and how it happened, I feel like. Because, obviously, if they were going to date in high school, he would still have been like, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. Um, But if, like... They were a little bit older, like, college or even afterwards. I feel like he would eventually... Like, maybe the first one, he would try to blow off. But then, like, to not have Casey, like, kill him, he would be down for it. He would I just think, keep like, it located. I think, like, if he's not in an environment where he has to keep up an appearance, he'd be he's probably fine with it. Yeah. And I feel like he wouldn't really... I think they would come to a compromise somewhere. Like, I don't think that they would be celebrating you know what? it The compromise is he gets her, like, coupons to, like, a bookstore, and she gives him, like, hockey tickets. It's the compromise. <laughs> he would be down for that. <laughs> that is very outweighed. Like, that's yes. not even out. <laughs> here's, here's a coupon for Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Buy one book, get one free. And then, <laughs> here's front row. Here's, um... Here's the tickets right behind the hockey net. Here, let's let's rephrase uh. this. Here's some Leafs tickets. Oh, here's some tickets to Swan Lake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I could see that, but maybe not for like more like a oh, like man, a year anniversary, maybe. See, I was going chapters because that's like the thing in Canada is like Indigo chapters. So I was like, you're not gonna know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't. But yeah, oh, wild. <laughs> I could see I could see Casey being Ooh. better at buying gifts than That's Derek. Funny. So you know, like she would probably make all like his favorite meal or something, and he would like buy a <laughs> buy cupcake. a cupcake. <laughs> I did that. Have you seen? Um... If you're lucky, <laughs> he would buy the cupcake, yeah. but it'd be like half Have eaten by the, the time she came uh, home. Uh, 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 she's the man. Yes. Okay. I love that movie. You know the, you know when she wakes up and what's her face? Enos has like a cupcake, and she's like, "I made you breakfast, darling." She's the man. Wait, what? Remember when Amanda Bynes stays at? Yeah. She gets kicked out of her dorm and she stays with Enos, and oh. she wakes up and she's like, "Oh no, I have a game!" And this is like at the end, and then she's like. They're, like, looking at her at the other bed holding a cupcake. And she's like, I made you breakfast, darling. Do you remember that? (laughs) Do you remember that scene? 
Okay. I You're going to watch it right after we're done like, this anyway. Um, uh, because okay. of that, my sister loved that movie. And it was like her 16th birthday, I believe. Or something like that. Uh-huh. And my cousin and I, we went out on... We made sure that, like, she wasn't there, but it was a plan we had, that me and her mom, so my aunt, we went out to, like, a convenience store. We couldn't find cupcakes. We had to buy, like, a Twinkie or some shit. Um, but we showed up at her birthday dinner, and then we were we had this Twinkie and a candle in it, and we were like, you look so serene on your 16th birthday. And then we were like, we made you breakfast, darling. And my sister, like, lost her mind. <laughs> She couldn't stop laughing. It was great. You had to watch the scene, everyone. Watch She's the Man and you'll know what scene it is. It's been a while since I've seen like the whole movie, but I do love it's that movie because it's just so freaking funny. So, okay, the next question. Do you think you have a good summary uh, for Life with Derek? I guess the show in general. Bitch, I can't even come up with a good summary for a story. Oh, I can't either. But... We know the whole. We know the whole summary. We like. We know the whole show for life with Derek. I don't know. Um, an uptight girl, <laughs> mom marries uptight a girl lo- living in a lonely <laughs> world. A slat. What, what did she use? She used slastical, slastical father of of Zach Morris wannabe guy. They both drive each other nuts. They have annoying siblings. The house almost surprisingly doesn't burn down the whole time they live there. I have a, I have a summary. Mine is very simple. It's very short. It's a lonely girl living. I don't even know. I don't even know what it is anymore. <laughs> a sophisticated girl <laughs> living in a lonely world. There we go. That's it. <laughs> That's my summary. <laughs> and then uh, a summary for just Derek's character is just like, yeah, I saw someone on Tumblr call Derek. Uh, Zach Morris was like his predecessor. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. And I love Say by the Bell. Like I've seen every single episode a couple times over. And like it just never da- dawned on me that like... They were that See, I thought that was the person telling you that they saw that and were wondering what we thought. So, my bad. No, <laughs> my there's bad. something I saw on Tumblr. Also, Zach Morris, I loved you in Pitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was an older Zach Morris. <laughs> I still loved it, and I hope it comes back. I know. It's been, like, forever, though, so I don't know. You know what? I believe... Maybe she got traded to a better team than the fucking Padres. <laughs> Any Padre fans out there, I'm sorry, but you know it's true. Getting Manny Machado does not make you good. Just like Phillies getting Bryce Harper doesn't make you good. Uh, don't you dare. <laughs> you Their pitching cut. sucks ass, though. So, oh, my, Don't talk to me about pitching right now. Oh, my God. I saw you ranting on Twitter about your Yankees. Oh, they uh, have allowed, like, 50-plus runs in five games? Holy crap! Yeah! Don't talk to me about pitching! Well, I mean, like, we're in a similar boat. I don't know how many runs we've allowed in the last couple games, but, like, I feel like we're always getting, like, blown out. And it's just so frustrating. 
Anyway, next question. What makes you feel the Daisy you're reading is real, feels like canon, uh, when we're reading fan fiction? What makes you feel the Daisy? Yeah, like, if they write it in the story, like, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's that's very in character. Or, like, maybe what's something that some fan fiction people might do that would, like, that's not Daisy. There's a lot of things that I read. I think there's more of that's not Daisy than that is Daisy to me. I think it's. I think like people changing them when they become in, like when they get into a relationship is a turn off. Like Derek obviously cares about Casey, but even when he's in a relationship, I can't see him being like super sensitive all of a sudden. That's what I was gonna say because I've seen somewhere they're in a relationship and it's like not him he's just like super caring i'm sure he's caring but like this is like he's not he doing it his way derek he stops being derek it's a whole different character yeah. i mean so many people i'm included that in their writing they make character like they're out of character like i am super guilty of that i'm horrible um but there's some people that goes like over the top and i'm like that's not the show. This is not Derek. This is not the character kind well, of. Well, I think like because because you'll say like, oh, Casey's a hockey player, but you kind yes. of you kind of put it in the context where it would make sense. Like she, it's not someone that it's not something that she does that people know like about. Like she keeps it a secret. Mm-hmm. So like she's still a nerd, right? And she like still tries to pretend that she knows nothing about the sport. Like so, it makes sense in canon, even if that's not technically something that Casey does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, like, you'll have Casey, like, all of a sudden, just, like, no hockey right off the bat. Like, mm, like, there's no history added to it most of the time to, to warrant that. Yeah, because I know for ours, we still, we still made it look like she was going out dancing and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) But it was like, she's actually playing hockey! Hey! I think it's hard to pick it, like... Like you said, it's easier to pick out things that doesn't work than do work. It is. Because I think it all depends on if the writer also, like, adds context. So, like, if something becomes something in the story, if it, like, shows the beginning of it and then keeps using it, I think that's fine. Like, if Derek were to start calling Casey a particular name that wasn't in the show, Mm -hmm. if you come up with, like an origin for it and then it gets used like in a way that Derek would still use that's something that's fine but just all of a sudden just like be calling her babe I think is weird and like Casey wouldn't necessarily like no so it's just like I don't know it's a difficult question it is to anyone listening are there certain things that in the fan fictions like a certain thing that maybe Derek Casey does that you're just like ah no and it takes you completely out of the story um, or is there some things that, like, you look for in stories that, you know, that get you really, in, like, interested into it? I just think keeping Derek low-key caring is fine. Uh, making sure Casey's not too neurotic is another thing. Like, yes, yeah, she's neurotic, but, like, she shouldn't be over the top, because then I'm like, why do I want Derek with her? <laughs> Or, like, if Derek is too much of an asshole, why do I want Casey to be with him? So it's just, like, you gotta find a nice, like, level, like... Yeah. I mentioned this story before, but, like, remember the one I told her that she, like, 
wish she didn't know Derek and then she like woke up in a world where they weren't related or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, so in a way she was like Derek was Derek. She's like, "Ah, I wish I never met him." And then she wakes up in a world where they're not their parents aren't married, but he's still him, but he's nice. Yeah, right? I think he was a lot nicer, but then like I think it worked just because he he figured her as another girl and he Maybe. he tends to be a lot nicer to them, but like together they're just that's not the relationship. Mm-hmm. So in like an actual like their world, they're always going to be buttoned heads and arguing and teasing each other. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. All right. Well, so this is the end of this podcast. Bye bye. Peace. <laughs>